Welcome to the Healthy Tips Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's title is The Wonders of Massage. Hello, everyone, and we like massage. Well, massage has been safely practiced for thousands of years. For most of us, just the idea of a massage leads us to think delicious thoughts of rest, pampering, and rejuvenation. Massage also has a huge list of benefits. Today, there are about 80 different types of massage that you could possibly choose from. And it is certainly well beyond this podcast to attempt to cover them all. Each has its own different defining techniques using a variety of pressures and movements, ranging from hard and deep manipulation to soft and sensual touch. Indeed. But you know, many of us haven't really been trained to understand the benefits of massage. Many more of us are today, though, becoming aware of the benefits. And in fact, about 25% of the population has actually had a massage within the past year. The boomers are well represented in that number. Well, there's certainly no law against learning massage techniques on your own. But do be careful about hanging out a shingle because massage is a licensed profession in most states. This requires formal training and hours of hands-on experience for proper certification. And again, most states not only regulate this profession, but they do require training through an accredited school and a professional license at the end. That's true. But you know, for non-medical massage sessions, you may want to learn a few techniques on your own, and you can just kind of proceed toward your own enjoyment. Some massages are just pleasurable sessions between loving couples. And of course, these massages can be fun relaxing and intimate, as we can testify. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, parents sometimes use massage and grandparents too to help their children and grandkids to relax and de-stress. Often using foot massages alone can be beneficial, using methods that are related to reflexology. You could find reflexology charts online or oftentimes in the health food stores. These charts suggest that certain areas of the feet correspond to other areas in the body, including your major organs. Stimulating your feet can help stimulate and free up all parts of the body in different ways. And we often help our grandkids when their legs are sore. Let's say they were running all weekend and we see them on a Monday and their legs are sore. Or maybe when they stay overnight, we might massage their back while we're watching TV. That's right. It's a great time. (laughs) It is. It's such, you know, human touch is such a relaxing thing to do. It's very important to do, too. It does create that bond and intimacy between people. Now, maybe you've also seen people at the mall sitting in these vibrating chairs. These are commonly called, you guessed it, Chair massages. These chairs can be seen at fairs and festivals where someone's set up a booth to demonstrate them. 
And they're also a common sight at airports these days, encouraging all the weary travelers to get an instant pick-me-up. Sometimes businesses also provide these chairs for their employees. And these chair massages are done while you're seated, fully clothed in a portable, specially designed chair. You're usually positioned in the chair so that it massages your neck, your shoulders, your back, and your arms and your hands. You could also buy some great handheld portable massage units that you can use at home. So a handheld vibrator such as the Hitachi Magic Wand that plugs in the wall, or a full-length massage mat that is designed to be placed either into a chair or laying on a bed. And our current favorite right at the moment is the massage bed. Well, this is built right into our adjustable bed. So you can put it on and it stays on for like 30 minutes while you fall asleep and then automatically goes off on its own. Really wonderful when you're going to bed at night. So you can see that there are a lot of ways that you can be introduced to the benefits of massage. But for some types of massage, you will definitely want to seek out a professional who has special training to administer just the right touch that you will need. And certainly your reason for getting a massage will have the most impact on your decision about how to proceed when you're planning your professional massage session. So next, we want to talk about some of the types of massage that you might look for and also the ways that each of them might benefit you. But first, we need to thank a sponsor. So when we return, we'll talk about some of those different massage therapies. We'll be right back. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, the first massage I want to talk about is the Swedish massage. Swedish massage is the most common type of massage, and it's the one that most people are referring to when they talk about actually getting a professional massage. It involves soft, long, kneading strokes, but also light, rhythmic tapping strokes that are done on the top layers of your muscles. This can also be combined with moving your arms and your legs. This kind of therapy can be relaxing and energizing. And because it's gentle in nature, it's often used to assist in healing after injuries. Swedish massage uses four common strokes. The first common stroke is effleurage, which is smooth, gliding strokes used to relax the soft tissues. The next stroke is the petrissage. Squeezing, rolling, and kneading actions that follow the effleurage. The third one is friction. So this is deep circular movements that cause your tissues to move against each other. This promotes blood flow, and it may even break down scar tissue. How about that? Great. (laughs) And the fourth stroke is the tapodement. This is short alternating taps that can be done with the edge of the hand, the fingers, or even at times cupped hands. 
And you've probably seen that in the movies where you'll see people cupping their hands and sort of tapping someone's back. Or even using both their hands in a karate chop manner, alternately going pop, 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 pop (laughs) on your back or on your thighs or someplace. Right. All of those movements are a part of the Swedish massage. The next massage we want to talk about is deep tissue massage. Deep tissue massage is great when you have a pain in your body that is usually brought on by stress or maybe overuse, perhaps even a strain. This is very common in lower back complaints. The massage therapist uses slow, focused pressure strokes on the layers of muscles, tendons, and other tissues that are deep beneath your skin. This relieves chronic patterns of both tension and pain. Now, this is also some of the methods that may be used in sports massage. And if you are an athlete, may be familiar with sports massage. This is a type of massage that helps muscle systems that are used frequently while playing a certain sport. Depending on the need, the massage can either be done before, during, or after the sporting event. Sports massages help with increasing your flexibility. They also help in preventing injuries and also to aid in healing when your muscles have been strained or injured. Now, the next massage we want to talk about is shiatsu massage. In shiatsu massage, the therapist uses rhythmic pressure on precise locations of your body called acupressure points. Now, you may remember how we talked about the reflexology of the feet. Same kind of thing, only these acupressure points are distributed throughout the body. These points affect the flow of your body's vital energy called chi. The word shiatsu is Japanese and it means finger pressure. This type of massage is intended to relieve blockages at your body's acupressure points. The same as if the practitioner were to be using acupuncture needles. That's right, Bill. It does work in a very similar fashion, distributing the chi where it belongs in the body. The next type of massage you want to talk about is neuromuscular therapy massage. Now, neuromuscular therapy massage involves the manipulation of your soft tissue to treat chronic pain. This is a medically oriented type of massage that deals with the tender muscle points known as trigger points, along with circulation, nerve compression, posture issues, and biomechanical problems that can be caused by repetitive movement injuries. Our next massage type is Thai massage. In Thai massage, The therapist uses his or her body to move your body in a variety of different ways. Thai massage includes compression of your muscles, mobilization of your joints, and it also uses acupressure massage. So you can see that some of these elements are repeated in different types of massage. The next massage we want to talk about is hot stone massage. Hot stone massage is a delicious experience. Hot stones can be used as actual massaging tools, or they can just be left in place on your skin for a short while. Hot stones can be very soothing and relaxing because they transmit heat deep into your body. Hot stones are especially effective when used along with the healing strokes of the massage itself. 
Now, a few years ago, I had hot stone massage after I strained my lower back. My injury was really bad and I couldn't get up and down or even sit without excruciating pain. My lower back seemed to be getting progressively worse and the pain was so severe that I would actually get stuck and be completely unable to move. I began to wonder if I had a slipped disc. I went to my regular doctor who had a massage therapist on staff at his office. The therapist placed these warm stones on certain areas of my lower back and she left me draped in warm blankets. She returned in a few minutes and began stretching my back muscles. Afterward, the pain was gone. The injury was completely healed as if it had never existed. That was really amazing. I had been in pain for quite a long time with that issue. And I can verify that. Boy, she was not a happy camper. (laughs) (laughs) Reflexology is our next type of massage. We did cover reflexology when we talked about massaging of the feet. So a professional reflexologist uses their hand, their thumbs, and their fingers to stimulate certain areas of your feet. These areas on your feet are believed to correspond to different organs of your body. This massage is totally done to promote health and well-being throughout your entire body. And we've had that experience too, both Bill and I, and it is really also very relaxing and comforting. So, wonderful massage to get. Now, the next massage we want to talk about is one that's done for a very special issue, and this has to do with pregnancy. It's the pregnancy massage. Women know that their bodies go through so many changes when they're pregnant. Massage can be very helpful to relieve stress, to reduce swelling, sometimes alleviate muscle and joint pain associated with carrying a growing baby. When you're pregnant, it's often not recommended for the mother-to-be to to use over-the-counter or prescription medicines to treat minor pain or discomfort. So massage can be especially comforting and healing at a time like that. There are special pillows that are made and designed to support your body while having pregnancy massage. And as you might guess, those that do this type of massage know exactly how to administer the massage to gain the greatest effect, depending on what kind of issue you're having with your pregnancy and your discomfort. So they're specially trained in this type of massage. Now, we need to take another short break to thank our second sponsor. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the kinds of conditions that can benefit from massage therapy. Of course, Kira just mentioned one, which is for mothers-to-be. So we'll be back in a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Now, as Bill mentioned, we do want to talk about the conditions that can benefit from massage therapy. Massage may help your body heal when you have been injured in an accident. 
Also, perhaps you have overworked certain muscles or tendons while either working, exercising, or playing a sport, perhaps spending too much time in the garden, planting or even raking leaves in the fall. And you come in and you're really sore, upper shoulders, lower legs, and a massage would do wonders. That's right. A painful injury might be causing you to move differently also. Often when you're injured, you carry your body quite differently, and this can affect other muscle groups in your body as you're compensating, putting stress and strain on different muscles and joints. By using these other muscle groups in a non-standard way, you can begin to injure your body over time. Now, along with that, sometimes arthritis can make you compensate in the same fashion that an injury does. You experience the pain from your joints, so you shift and carry your weight differently. And again, this causes stress and injury in new areas of the body, which could be aggravated over time. That's true. And stress caused by a major emotional event, whether it's a good one or a bad one, can affect your health. Perhaps you're moving to another house, or you've lost your job, or worse, you've lost a loved one. Or then on the bright side, maybe you're getting married. This kind of stress-induced muscle pain can be relieved by massage. Another condition is you might experience excruciating headaches that are incapacitating and certainly don't respond to over-the-counter medications. Massages can really help with that. I read of many incidences when researching this project online. There were a lot of people who had headaches completely disappear after just having a massage. That's pretty amazing for any of you who've had excruciating headaches as I have. You would know that that's pretty much a miracle. You may be dealing with pain from a serious illness like cancer or gout or Another condition that's bringing on chronic or acute pain. Massage can also help with alleviating and healing these conditions. Maybe you just want to increase your range of movement when playing a favorite sport. So massage can help you stretch your muscles and limber up your joints so that playing that sport will be so much more enjoyable. And sometimes, of course, there's just that day when you need to relax, unplug, and enjoy the comfort of a massage for a little while, just because it feels so good. (laughs) And it does add to your well-being. So go for it. Get one. Massages are wonderful. So that being said, how do you find a good massage therapist? Well, we recommend that you talk to your doctor. You know, in Kira's case, her doctor had a massage therapist right in the office, and it was accessible through her health insurance. Also, you could ask a trusted friend who has used a therapist in your area. You can also go online and look on Yelp to see if any other people have posted comments about some massage therapists in your area. And we hope that you do, because it really is kind of the experience of a lifetime. It's a wonderful thing to do. Once you do it, you kind of get hooked. Therapeutic massage could be just the remedy that you've been looking for. Well, Kara, I think that's the end of our podcast for today. I think it is, Bill. Now, before we leave, we do want to say that we're not healthcare providers. Nothing we say here should be misconstrued as medical advice. 
It's not meant to treat, diagnose, or prescribe anything. Everything that we share here is our own opinions. It's based on our own personal research and our experimentation. We always encourage you to do some of the same. That's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Healthy Tips Podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Healthy Tips Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast, the Happiness Experience Podcast, and today's podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback and also let us know if you have an interest in a specific health topic. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. 